natural and herbal supplements, what to avoid, and what might work. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we're going to be talking about supplements and vitamins that might actually do more harm than good, and we'll talk a little bit about some things that might might work for most people on Access Health Radio. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Dr. Brian Forrest is a board-certified family physician with Access Healthcare in Apex. I'm Mike Davis, and thanks for joining us this afternoon. To start things off, we would like to acknowledge those that support Access Health Radio. Um, we'd like to thank We Care Pharmacy of Apex for supporting our show uh, this week. Uh, you can check them out at wecarepharmacyapex.com. Uh, the folks there have great customer service. Uh, and, you know, you can park there, and it's only 12 steps to the front counter. You don't have to walk two football fields uh, <laughs> from your car to, to get into the counter. Uh, they also price match, and they have uh, same-day delivery in the local area. And, they, again, they are in Apex. So, again, check them out at WeCarePharmacyApex.com. Dr. Forrest loves to hear from our listeners, and he's great about responding as well. Dr. Forrest, could you give us that contact information and ways that folks can maybe access the, uh, no pun intended, Access Health (laughs) Radio in case they have uh, missed part of the show? Yeah, so if they miss part of the show or if they have a family member that would like to hear uh, part of the show or the whole entire show, They can always go to WPTF.com, and we keep a complete archive there of uh, past shows. Uh, They also, if they're used to just using things like Apple Podcasts, we do upload uh, to Apple Podcasts, and they can listen to it uh, on that as well. Um, If they uh, would like to send us a question that sometimes we may answer on our mailbag shows, they can send that to accesshelpradio at gmail.com. And if they want information about our practice in Apex, uh, they can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or give us a call there at 919-363-0190. You know, Dr. Forrest, over the past 20 years or so, herbal supplements and vitamins have become more popular than ever. But as I understand it, uh, there's evidence that some of them don't work at all, and others might even be dangerous. I'm hoping you can shed some light on that for us today. Sure, Mike. Well, uh, you know, let me start off by saying uh, there are lots of vitamins and supplements that are not dangerous, uh, and there's some vitamins that are even required for us to have ideal health. Um, Today, however, I want to discuss the ones that have some benefits, but also go through a list of of some of the supplements that can cause some real health problems, even though they're available, you know, at many stores or online. It always shocks me that, you know, you, uh, you can walk in, you can buy these, uh, you know, no prescriptions needed. And these are things that can be really dangerous or even interact with your other medications. Um, you know, now many medicines have been developed from natural sources um, that were found to have benefits for health. So, Uh, If you look at even one of the oldest drugs like aspirin, you know, that came from the bark of a willow tree, Uh, you know, metformin, uh, which is a commonly used medicine for diabetes, uh, came from the rainforest. You know, we're always finding compounds in nature uh, that can be used as medicine. Um, And there are many natural or herbal supplements that are studied well enough 
to actually prove they have medical benefits. And often when that's the case, they actually get FDA approved. Um, so there's even like an FDA approved version of fish oil. And we'll talk about that a little bit more today. But other supplements will have sort of big claims on the front of the bottle that simply just haven't been proven uh, or shown to be true. Well, it alarms me that some of these may actually be harmful. Let's start there as a baseline. What are some examples of supplements that have been proven might actually do more harm than good? Well, and Mike, and I'm not going to go through the spelling of all these. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, I've, but, I, but I've compiled a list, uh, a list of the things that I think are some of the more dangerous supplements. These are things that um, commonly people agree you probably should avoid. And I'm going to also give with each of these sort of just a brief list of some of the common problems that uh, have been seen with it. So first off is kava. Uh, kava is a herbal that's been used for things like relaxation and sleep and stuff, but it can cause liver damage, Parkinson's symptom, and even death. Um, wow. Another com common one is called St. John's wort, um, and St. John's wort is uh, has been used for mood and to sort of lift mood. Um, and the risk here is, and the risk they've seen with it is actually people committing suicide. Wow. Um, that have used St. John's Ward. Um, so again, if you, if you're having depression symptoms or anxiety symptoms that are significant, this is not something you want to be messing around with an herbal supplement with, especially that you don't know how it's going to affect you. Um, now this one's less common. Most people probably haven't heard of this, but it's called aconite. Um, and aconite, uh, is something I would totally stay away from. It can cause not only nausea and vomiting, but weakness, paralysis, <laughs> wow. and death, mm. uh, none of those things you want to mess around with. Nope. Um, Celandine uh, is very fairly toxic to the liver. And now this one's a little bit controversial, uh, and, and you have to hear the detail here. Uh, there's a herbal called Camellia sinensis, um, but that's also known as the active ingredient in green tea. Okay. Now, this is important. Green tea itself has not been shown to be harmful. Okay. Okay. Um, so, but I have seen lots of problem with people that get green tea extract and you think, well, what's the difference? Well, we don't know, but for some reason, the extract of green tea, uh, can cause liver damage, death, glaucoma, anemia, ringing in the ears, high blood pressure. And the one that I've seen the most often in my own office is uh, heart arrhythmias. Hmm. And it's a thing where they stopped the green tea extract and the heart arrhythmias went right away. So, mm -hmm. uh, Again, green tea by itself, probably okay, but you don't want them to sort of concentrate it and put it in a supplement form. Okay. Uh, another one is germander. Uh, again, liver damage or death. Comfrey, cancer, liver damage or death. Uh, you know, usnic acid, liver damage. Colt's foot, cancer and liver damage. Kenny royal oil, kidney and liver damage. Convulsions, nerve damage. Uh, now, this next one is is personal because I actually had a family member I found out was taking this. And this is one that used to be used a lot for weight loss. And it's called mahuang uh, or guarana root. And it can cause elevated blood pressure uh, and heart arrhythmia, strokes, and death. And that's found in some common brands. Uh, Zenadrine, which is a common weight loss supplement, used to have that in there. Um, another one is yohimbi. Uh, a lot of times... People use this for men's health, but it can increase blood pressure, 
cause heart arrhythmias, seizures, panic attacks, and death. Uh, this one's interesting, red yeast rice, hmm. uh, which is actually what we developed uh, cholesterol medicine from. Uh, but red yeast rice actually has um, muscle damage, kidney damage, liver damage uh, that's associated with it. Uh, lobelia, nausea, vomiting, hypothermia, diarrhea, seizures, and death. And then last on this list, again, this is not commonly used, but methylsinephrine, uh, that can cause heart arrhythmias and cardiac arrest. So uh, I know it's kind of a, a long list. It's a lot of uh, long names. Uh, but I'm hoping that listeners who listen to that list can think to themselves, oh, yeah, I've got that in my, in my medicine cabinet. I've right. been using that. Yep. This, this is the list to completely stay away from if you can. All right. Thank you. Good advice, Dr. Forrest. It's scary that some of those things are, uh, like you said, they're, they're in the medicine counter at home right now. They're sold over the counter in many cases and can actually be harmful. Up next, Dr. Forrest is going to discuss some other vitamin and supplement dangers that may surprise you. Our Access Health Tip of the Week, also on the way. We're talking supplements today, those that are good and those that are not so good for you here on Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. Before we continue, Dr. Forrest, let's jump into the Access Health Tip of the Week. All right. Well, uh, the tip this week is that some supplements and vitamins have been evaluated at least to make sure that what is on the label is what's in the bottle. And there's a term called USP, and the USP mark is really a sign that somebody, namely the U.S. Pharmacopeia Convention, has designated that this is something that they test. It gets tested for quality control to make sure that what's supposed to be in there is actually there. Uh, and that comes from a group that helps assure purity, since otherwise, without that, these supplements are not regulated by the government. It surprises people to know they're not regulated by the FDA. Um, the FDA does not uh, do testing on supplements unless a supplement is submitted to be FDA approved as a therapeutic, right? Right. Um, so I personally, even, even if I was taking an herbal supplement, I would want to take something that was USP verified where they've independently evaluated it to make sure at least it's of the quality, purity, and potency it's supposed to have. And only the supplements that pass that test are allowed to put the USP mark of approval on the label. So that's like the underwriter's laboratory's uh, standard of approval. That is a great analogy way to look at it. Okay, very good. That's good to know. USP, got it. We're talking about supplements today and uh, those that are good and those that may not be good for you. Let's continue with that. What are some of the more common supplements, Dr. Forrest, that people take that can cause problems? Well, there are some supplements that are not usually dangerous. So mm -hmm. we went over, you know, earlier in the show, we went over the ones that are often dangerous. Right. But there's some that... There's a lot of supplements that aren't necessarily dangerous for everybody, but they can be for certain people, especially if you're on certain medications. So I'm going to give an example. Um, I saw a 31-year-old patient one time that had a stroke. Now, that's pretty unusual for a 31-year-old to have a stroke, um, but it turns out when the, when the helicopter was flying them to our hospital and, and called, called me to say they were landing at our, our hospital, uh, the, the EMT guys said, it turned, they found fish oil, ginseng, 
ginkgo biloba, garlic, and aspirin on his uh, nightstand. And any one of those supplements by itself wouldn't be harmful, but they're all sort of weak blood thinners. Hmm. And the combination of all of those herbal supplements caused this 31-year-old healthy person to just start bleeding into his brain. Uh, so remember, even if, if one of these is safe by itself, you know, you don't have somebody there to say, hey, you probably, that one's okay, but you don't want to take it with this one and this one and this one. So be very careful about especially combining those. Uh, another example is vitamin A. So we, we need vitamin A, right? It's good right. for our eyes and that sure. kind of stuff. Uh, and beta carotene is, is a version of that that people hear about. Um, but back about 20 years ago, there was sort of a craze with antioxidants and people started wanting to take antioxidants uh, in bulk, you know, sort of mega doses. And they had never studied a lot of the common vitamins like vitamin A, C, E, and some others. So they did a study. And when the study was concluded, they found definitively that beta carotene increased the rate of lung cancer dramatically. So much so that like the following week, uh, vitamin stores were cleaning their shelves off because they were worried about lawsuits because they'd been selling these mega doses of beta carotene. So again, until it's studied, you don't know. Now, a normal amount of vitamin A is okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, beta carotene is what makes a carrot orange, so it's okay to eat carrots. But when you're taking mega doses of supplements, they can be harmful. So here's another one that's common, vitamin C. Uh, human beings need vitamin C. And at normal doses... Even doses that are slightly over the RDA, you know, like two or three hundred percent, it's okay. But we found that some people are taking thousand milligrams or more, and that can actually hurt your kidneys. Uh, you can actually get vitamin C kidney stones, um, and it's been shown in one state to actually increase the risk of a heart attack in people with high cholesterol if you take too much. So uh, you don't want to take too much of anything, you know. So most vitamins are safe at the recommended dose. Even double that, but uh, you know when you get something that says it's two, three thousand times the recommended daily allowance for medicine, mm-hmm. that should only be done under the advice of your physician who's monitoring your levels, mm-hmm. um, especially with fat soluble vitamins like vitamin A, D, E, and K. Well, that is scary that somebody would be taking those kinds of things, obviously not knowing what the side effects could be of it especially when they are taken in combination uh, like that so so doctor what supplements let, let, let's put the positive spin on this what supplements do you actually recommend for your your patients to take well mike it, it depends on the individual patient um, it depends on what medications they take what medical conditions they have and so forth however there are a few things that i commonly recommend as supplements for many patients and the first one of those is vitamin D3. Uh, many people in the United States, in fact, most people, are vitamin D deficient and don't know it. And, and vitamin D is really important for calcium metabolism, bone health, uh, your immune system. So I normally tell the average patient to take about 2,000 units of vitamin D3 each day because that's available to their system to be absorbed. Okay. Um, so that's a common one. Another thing I often recommend is EPA-only fish oil. So most fish oil that you find like at the, the store is going to have a combination of EPA and DHA fat. And what we've learned over the last few years is that the EPA only fish oil is very protective for heart disease. 
Uh, even for people who are already treated with cholesterol medicines and stuff like that, it gives them an added benefit. It also may help with inflammation, arthritis, brain health. Um, and there are some versions of fish oil that have actually been approved by the FDA uh, as ADD and heart disease medicines. Huh. So, But here's the catch. The details matter. And a lot of the ones you commonly find are going to have about a half-and-half half mixture of DHA fish oil. And we know that DHA fish oil can actually raise your bad cholesterol. Mm. So remember, if you're going to take fish oil, uh, you want to try to get the EPA only or at least something that's almost almost all EPA because that's what has the most evidence. Um, and then I also recommend to most people uh, a vitamin, a multivitamin that has 100% recommended daily allowance of, of kind of everything. Um, and just recently, this has been shown to actually help memory as people age and protect against some health problems that come, you know, when you don't have a balanced diet. Um, now, the last one I'm going to throw out here is one I'm on the fence about. Uh, and that's, I get a lot of questions about turmeric. Mm -hmm. And what I think is that, yes, I've seen some evidence that can be helpful for people with inflammation. The problem is I just can't recommend it just across the board to everybody because so far there's just not enough research on its safety when used long term. And who knows, we may find out in 10 years uh, that it has some of those problems like beta carotene. So, Dr. Forrest, what can patients do to make good decisions about which supplements they should and shouldn't take? Well, first off, if you're going to take them or planning to start, you have to let your physician know and preferably either take pictures of the bottle or bring it in. Second, I wouldn't take any supplement that's not USP labeled. Um, and then third, don't believe all the stuff on the internet. I know that goes without saying, but uh, even if it says on the front of the label that it does X, Y, Z, that doesn't mean it has to be true. Uh, and you should look at the bottom because most of those unproven herbals will have at the bottom a little statement that said it's not been shown to prevent, cure, or treat any disease. And they put that in tiny, tiny print where the big print above says, you know, cures this or cures that. And at the bottom, they have to put that disclaimer. Right, right. So what about certain foods as supplements? Well, we know certain things can be very healthy. I think a recent show we talked about broccoli and cruciferous vegetables, and they're great for you. But if you have too much of it, it can affect your thyroid. Uh, grapefruit. Grapefruit's a healthy fruit. But, you know, if you eat a ton of it or a lot of the juice, it can actually affect your other medicine. And then a food people don't think about that's very pharmacologically active is licorice can raise blood pressure, and you have to watch out for that. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. More to come straight ahead on Access Health Radio. Time now for the Access Health Trivia of the Week. 23,000. That's the number of people that ended up at the hospital in a year just because they took a supplement. And 68% of all people take some supplement. Our scriptures from Isaiah 38, 21... For Isaiah had said, let them take a lump of figs and lay it for a plaster upon the boil, and he shall recover. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show. We look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.